0: From Washington, D.C., this is the Beyond the Dumbbells Show, your source of information and inspiration for living an audacious life. Audacious life. Hear interviews and social banter with special guests on Fitspiration and news from around the globe. Here are your hosts, fitness and lifestyle experts, Brian and Jenny Sweeney. What's up? Yo. Um, how, you, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good. How okay. are you? I'm doing great. Good.
0: We got a great email today on a, our last show. And it really lifted me up. Um, I'm not going to say who sent it, um, but this person just took the time to say um, how much that the content we've been putting out has affected the way they think. Mm -hmm. So this is, um, it's a gracious feeling um, to be able to keep doing this. And every time we do it, um, it's work. I mean, putting these things together and getting them out timely is work. But once we get rolling and these things get in everybody's hands, it's, it's worth it.
1: Oh, I absolutely agree. If We say it every time. If somebody can just... One person just has a, even a positive thought throughout the day or they get something out of it, then...
0: Makes it worth it. Yeah. it's awesome. So...
1: People are waiting for the hammer to fall like usual. They're it's like, no hammer.
0: I'm trying to find a nice way to ease this in without any lube. <laughs> so we're going to... The, the training models that are out there, the way people train. And we obviously fitness isn't just about weight loss it's about lifestyle mm-hmm. and it has become its own thing there's fitness and then there's lifestyle instead of people looking at it like my fitness serves my lifestyle right it there's very hard lines in everyone's choices and decisions and the 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 nutrition strategy you align yourself with the type of exerciser that you are has a tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, where you hang out on the weekends and how you support your goals moving forward can be either antisocial or social. I mean, it's just none of it is really, none of the circumstances in our culture are designed to support just lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, Very true. It's a word that's thrown around a lot. And I don't think anyone understands what lifestyle means anymore, except I think it's interpreted as you do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> lifestyle means you happy, <laughs> you and that's you your lifestyle. That. You know, if you want pumpkin bread and uh, super chocolate lattes every day, then that's your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But uh, we emphasize a lot on um, running challenges through the gym, and it beats the snot out of the way traditional gym relationships start, which is you join a gym, you go figure it out on your own. If you need help, you pay extra, 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 extra. There's Mm -hmm. not a lot of, you know, the front door person is not going to ask you if you've gotten all your macros in that day right. you know the the person passing by you in a traditional gym isn't gonna be like hey have you been sleeping well you know those things don't happen in in a in a conventional gym mm-hmm. so we run challenges um with the idea being that if we can help somebody lose the weight on the front end give them everything that they need then the rest of the relationship a little bit more tweaking but it's mostly maintenance but the start of that relationship is Let's get the weight off first. That's the priority is to get you back in alignment and get you conditioned. Mm -hmm. But the majority of gyms don't operate that way. It's maybe if you're lucky later, you'll figure it out. And sometimes you'll see those people, um, they're obsessive about that type of an environment because the only element that is there is the fitness piece. Correct. Um, And we talked in our challenges, they, they, There's no real good word for it, but you have to have the exercise, you have to have nutrition, and then you have to have an accountability system. Mm -hmm. The system can start at the gym, but it should never end at the gym.
1: Absolutely. And
0: it gets kind of funky when your trainer is kind of implying that the lifestyle you live is working against you. Um, Hey, trainer, that's not what I'm paying you for. I'm paying for you to (laughs) get weight off right away and then go mind your own business. Right. Um, But as trainers, we're invested in the long-term picture more so than the client's. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what it's looking like now, and we see people now that um, we have seen and we've worked with in the past, that even though they're still doing the pound the fitness thing to death, they're, it's not working anymore. So they're running on top of all the training and on okay. top of all the fitness. And what I kind of wanted the direction of the show to go is, is there still confusion about what works?
1: Definitely. I th- I think as with everything, there's so much, there's so much information and so much misinformation out there, or somebody adopts practices with their fitness that somebody else is doing, but they're taking, they're adopting somebody else's patterns, um, position and everything on something that that person doesn't have an education to really lead them there.
0: Oh, that's, Mm -hmm. there's a lot that does that. So Mm -hmm. the spokesperson for what they're following might not have, they may have never been fat in their life. Exactly. It's like, Hey, listen to me. If you want to, if you want to get healthy and fit, either they've never been healthy or fit themselves, or they've never been overweight to, to understand what the transition feels like.
1: Exactly. Or somebody saying, you know, you should absolutely do an ultra marathon. These are the steps. And you find out later on that their idea of a run is not running. What do you mean? So like it's, here's your plan to get you from, oh, oh, oh. you know, from walking down the block to running an ultra marathon, but they've never actually done it themselves. That's so awesome. They're, I can write,
0: I could write a lot of plans oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah. So
1: they're not, they're not actually qualified or you find a friend that's teaching you movements that maybe they can repeat what their trainer said, but they're not qualified to make a tweak or a change or to pay attention to something that somebody could get an injury from.
0: So everything you're saying kind of leads into the idea that um, for people to adopt or become healthy or to transition to healthy, that you just have to kind of follow somebody's guidance and that that guidance usually might not be worth salt. Right. Okay. Now, what I'm seeing, and we've talked about it, is the fitness Mm -hmm. isn't enough. if all you had to do to sweat was sweat to stay within a healthy body composition we wouldn't have a weight problem
1: no people
0: are active as hell Mm -hmm. i mean the walkers the runners the obsessive fitness types at the gym everybody should have an eight pack Mm -hmm. if that's all it took Mm -hmm. and the perversion is is uh men's health or oxygen magazine or you get into these publications that's got you know the jacked dude or girl on the front and it's like this is my get ripped workout and there's six exercises in the, you know, the, the oh, yeah. 80th page Yes, and they're doing a thruster, uh, a push up, and something stupid. Yes. And like, this is it. You know, this is the 300 workout and this will get you ripped. If you only have fitness, it's not going to work. I just send a, an email out to our list about this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do the other two pieces mm-hmm. is nutrition. Yep. Huge part. We harp on this all the time and we're going to talk about it again today. So I, if I had my way, we also mentioned that if I had my way, I would try to create a movement that says, if you are only bothering the gym, you're wasting your time. Mm-hmm. And so anymore, if somebody approaches a gym and they're like, hey, you know, I'm looking to get fit. Yeah, no problem. We got classes all day long. You do this. No, no, no. I understand the class model. What else are you going to do for me? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, well, you look kind of lean. Maybe you don't need to do it. No, no, no. I'm talking about on the inside and the outside. Right. You know, I'm not, yes, a six pack would be great. What can you do for me to make sure my blood work comes back okay? Mm-hmm. Boom, 90% of the gyms aren't qualified anymore to have that conversation.
1: Oh, big time.
0: But how many of the people aren't even interested in having that the, the clients aren't even interested in having that conversation?
1: Well, I think we've come across a ton of people that it's like I just want to I just want to get strong.
0: I just want to get toned. That's
1: that's all that really matters. I just want to or they have a short-term goal, you know, I just want to fit into this dress on this date, or I just want to get my six pack when I go to the beach. Or so it's like a, uh, I will starve. I'll do extra cardio and I'll get to where, get to that date. And then I don't really care anymore.
0: There's no long-term vision. Right. And this is a product of the eighties and the nineties where it's just like diet your way lean. And those idiots like Richard Simmons and those pinheads like Dr. Oz, they all put that in people's heads that there's a shortcut. Right. And that once you get there, it's a handoff. With an exploding baton, so imagine mm-hmm. somebody running around the track and they hand you a <laughs> stick of dynamite. Nice job, boom! You've got nowhere to go mm-hmm. because they're back now. They're on to what was Oz's thing when uh, it was raspberry ketones. Yes. I mean there was all this stuff out there that was just like, oh, it's not your fault. Oh, you know, yeah. exercise alone should do it, and if that doesn't do it, take this magic pill.
1: Oh yeah, there's there's just we like we said in the beginning, there's just so much misinformation, and you know we're human and the last thing that i would want to hear come out of you know your mouth if i was a client was okay we can get you to your goal give me 6 months i'd be like uh uh-uh, uh i want 6 minutes yeah what do you mean 6 months i don't want you to i don't want you to tell me the truth i want you to tell me that i can do an onion diet and that I'm going to keep those results forever.
0: Is that real onion? I have no idea. There's only one I haven't heard of. I was like, if you heard of another one, because I've, I've heard of banana diet and potato diet.
1: I thought and, of an onion and, It popped in my head. An
0: apple cider. Di- I mean, there's some wackies. Yes. Um, now
1: I'm going to look it up. See if there's an actual <laughs> onion, onion diet. It
0: makes me not want to eat. <laughs> but the, um, so when, I, when we see people struggling and mm-hmm. we see what gyms are getting away with now and what the industry is saying, I mean, you, mm-hmm. can, you can do fitness on demand right into the house. Definitely. And our conversation with new clients is always like, "Look, you can you can go get your workout anywhere." Yes. You, you know the, the key thing to working out, it needs to be different, and you have to sweat. Yep. Regularly. And, exactly. And don't get hurt. Yes. You know. Of so if that's it, then guess what? The only thing you're doing is being active. Mm-hmm. Fitness. This is going to mess you up. Fitness isn't a weight loss system. It isn't. That that alone doesn't get it done. You're doing the bare, by being active. You were designed to be active. So it, to be. Inactive is abnormal. Mm -hmm. To be active, you're satisfying the minimal requirement for your animal body. Mm -hmm. Your body's designed to run, play, work. It's supposed to do everything except we're chair bound now. So when someone's like, well, I'm doing great, man. I'm working out. Dude, that's like saying you're breathing. Mm Mm-hmm. There's nothing special about you working out five days a week because you breathe every minute of the day. So there's no, there's no extra credit for that. You're supposed to work out, you know, you don't have to do CrossFit. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can change what you do, but the, the activity and part of the misinformation is that, well, if you do something, Mm -hmm. it's good enough. Oh yeah. Like the walkers.
1: Well, you know, it's funny. And so I don't know if you've noticed that I've been wearing uh, two different devices sometimes, so I wear one mm-hmm. on my right and one on my left. And I started playing with it because I wanted to see what the difference would be in steps. So I'm sure people can figure out which ones I'm using. but So I was playing with it and I was like, okay, let me see what the difference is. And I had one day, and this is going to sound like BS and it's not, there was a 7,000 step difference.
0: The Fitbit gives it up more, doesn't it? Seven,
1: yes, yeah. seven. Thousand. Yeah. So people who are, I will never knock walking in a million years. But people who are using that as if you walk X amount of steps per day, you have earned this many calories per day. I, I, I'm sitting down right now. I guarantee you that I'll get at least thirty steps right here. So
0: so I hit my. I told you this. I I hit my ten thousand step the other day while I was going to the bathroom. It started ringing. I was like, what? That's, that's <laughs> I got some, the congratulations. I was like, mmm, That's way some to, sort of epic experience. Way to honey. Go. That's awesome. <laughs> but um, it's
1: just another one of those, you know, be mindful of if you think that the fitness is really all you need, if you think you need something to say, oh my gosh, you got your 10,000 step on the toilet. Now go eat.
0: It checks the box. Yes. And, and by the way, since you've hit 10,000 steps, you can go eat like a, you know, like a horse at a trough. Right. Because you earned it. Exactly. Um, Okay, so when I was talking before about the the minimum activity, and you don't have to do CrossFit, but also in the same vein, you've got people that they spend too much time, energy, and effort into one discipline of exercise. Correct. The body's a three-dimensional thing, which means you should be moving three-dimensional. That's Mm -hmm. the three planes of movement all the time. You should have strength, agility, and speed in all three planes of motion, right? Right. Um, If you only do standard bench press, standard lift, standard gym stuff, mm-hmm. you're working typically in one plane of motion most of the time. Most of the time. And that's not to get technical about transverse movement around the shoulder joints. I'm not trying to be so all you stump the chumpers that are going to try to be like, that's not true. <laughs> it's The idea is that if you're sitting and you're pushing forward, a push-up resembles a bench press, resembles you know um, a shoulder press. They're all the same kind of vicinity as far as the movement. If you're training three dimensionally, you're training for life, which allows you to pivot, turn, lunge, jump, mm-hmm. run. Um, those things are what matter. And I'm not talking functional fitness like you need to go out and be an extreme knucklehead to be fit either, because no, that doesn't that doesn't matter. But the the key for the fitness, then we'll cover the other two kind of quick. The key to fitness, we already talked about it, needs to be different, mm-hmm. needs to be challenging, mm-hmm. and don't get hurt. Yeah. Okay. Now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a mix of things. Don't you don't need to put yourself in one category and just stay there. It's it's a mix. Play with weights. Play with body weight. Play with running, walking. You know, biking. Anything. Number one, I think that brings you joy but don't just put yourself in one bucket and think it's going to get it done. Do the, do different things. This, and
0: I see what you were saying about do what brings you joy. I see that as something separate. Mm-hmm. So if your fitness should feed your activity, mm-hmm. not, not hey, I'm going to do a hat this and walk around the park and that's going to count as my fitness. Right. Um, now, now the, the funny thing with the way the metabolism works, and this is way, way broken down. Your metabolism has a regulator. Your thyroid regulates how much energy your body needs versus how much it consumes, mm-hmm. the thing senses and reacts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so super super layman's. Now, if you've got a ton of muscle and you're very active, you're going to be throttled up, which means the more calories you consume, they'll be put to use. Right. If you do things that down-regulate your metabolism, which means you barely move, you don't have a lot of muscle, and you don't eat, your metabolism comes to a crawl. Mm-hmm. The metabolism... It's like steering a, a huge ship in a small channel. It's not something that's sparky and moves very quickly, especially as you get older. So, if you've been running for the last ten years, mm-hmm. all you do is run. Have you noticed that you've got to run more miles? Have you noticed that you've got to put in seven days a week running in the silly weather and everything else, and you're barely able to maintain? Right. Runners don't look good.
1: Not if that's all they do.
0: Look, look at, I mean, look at the crazy ones that win the Boston. I mean, it's always some. Ethiopian that weighs 130 pounds exactly that's there's no muscle mass on that person right um if you spend all your time doing that aerobic activity I don't know if many people know or care to know when you're done doing aerobic which means you're kind of panting while you're breathing um, as soon as you stop the activity the fat burning stops there's no extra it doesn't roll over there's no spillage so if you're running at a moderate pace you know anything under seven and a half minutes you're going to stop the calorie burning is going to stop. There's nothing significant with your metabolism. If you're doing running where it's sprints and you're doing something where you can't breathe borderline, pass out borderline, you can't catch your breath for minutes and minutes and minutes that has a ripple effect mm-hmm. Anaerobic training or high intensity training. There's a ripple that can last up to 72 hours depending on how long and the intensity of that time. So you can either go out and run for two hours or mm-hmm. you can do sprints and in intervals for 30 minutes. The running consumes your time, consumes your attention, chews up muscle mass. The intervals help maintain muscle mass. Lots of payout, and then it lasts up to seventy-two hours. You're not going to do muscle wasting doing uh, sprints.
1: Right.
0: Now, with with strength training, for those of you that only do the strength, you're only focusing on one piece. You're missing the aerobic. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't have any aerobic mm-hmm. capacity. Right. So, okay, I got my workout on. I walked on the treadmill for thirty minutes, and I went and lifted for two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. You're big and bulky but you run around the street and you pass out and die okay so there's again there's one one doctrine over the other and mm-hmm. people get into these zones you can lift all your entire life and end up needing bypass surgery of course look at look at Schwarzenegger yep dude had a bum ticker probably the steroids but um a life of fitness right and at the end of the road it still didn't pay off mm-hmm. so if you want to have success with your fitness you have to do enough that your metabolism responds in kind. Mm-hmm. There has to be demand, and you can't just do the cardio. You've got to do the strength training so that the, the more muscle you have, the greater the metabolism demand. Yeah, No muscle, no demand.
1: Yep. It was really cool the other day. Someone shared with me that their um, friend who was at the gym um, did like a challenge time frame with us and that they had PR'd a major run by two full minutes and gave full credit to the fact that they incorporated strength training. Strength training fed it. Yes. Yep. Which I thought was awesome.
0: We've, we've also had people that have left strength training programs to go train for runs. Yeah. And then after the three, four-month program, they've come back and they can't do pull-up. They can't do a push-up anymore. They've lost all type of motor control and um, and strength. Right. Size is just a side effect of strength. You mm-hmm. know, um, size is nice, but... Uh, <laughs> That's what she said.
1: Well, I don't want to round the round the corner and pass out and die, as you said. I
0: don't either. Okay, so the the first piece is to whether or not you're gonna be fit and whether or not it's it's gonna work. You go to the gym, you're active, it's variable, it's intense, awesome. Mm-hmm. The next piece is you can't you've heard it before, you can't out train a bad diet. Yep. So if you're still gonna to continue to go home and chug a bottle of wine, and by the way, the, the, the size that you pour is not a serving. <laughs> Nobody listens to that. It's it's three to five ounces, right? Which is Two or three shots of wine. I've never seen a grown-up pour five ounces, except, except us, <laughs> <laughs> because we're, we're we're super lame.
1: Oh, we are the lamest.
0: Well, I, I know how much five ounces of wine is. Exactly. But um, if you go home and undo everything, you've got to create <laughs> momentum before you're going to see progress. And the problem is, people never give their give themselves the opportunity to create momentum. Because they counter everything they do with the bad diet. Oh yeah, hey, um,
1: yeah. How about I can't get out of my head, our wine glasses sitting, literally sitting on our food scale, and you measuring it
0: out. I know it's bad. I know exactly where five ounces is on those glasses, so I don't even need scale if I don't want to.
1: I'm lost in my in my wine on the scale.
0: So when we talked about this, we we always talk about things offline. The first bite tastes is the same as the last. Exactly. The first sip tastes the same as the last. Why do you need a hundred in between sips?
1: that's a different topic altogether
0: (laughs) because i like it (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah. i think but i i honestly i think a lot more people care about what they put in their body than they want to admit and i can say it because i know that i'm one of those people where you just say like i don't really you know what i don't care tonight but it's like you really do you care in the morning if if you want to that very limited amount of time that you and I actually get to work out, which is so funny, um, I want to. F- I want to feel the best. I want to be able to give it my all, and to think that I can completely jack it up by what I would eat for dinner or what I would drink after dinner, it's not worth it to me anymore. Like I love having that. I love having a good balance.
0: You. You came to that realization. You're coming to it more and more as you, as I've watched you get older. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're a little bit behind me, mm-hmm. but it was also around 39, 40 when I started going, It's like, man, this trade-off is, yeah. I keep taking two steps forward and, you know, 1.75 steps backwards. Exactly. Like this is insane.
1: Exactly. And we enjoy, what's will say naughty food and we enjoy alcohol just like the next person. But it's like, ugh, I don't want to, it's not worth it for me to have a bad workout or be cloudy minded the next day or feel like absolute dog poop because you put all this crap in your body. when I know that every other day of that the week I have felt so amazing, it's kind of like why why mess it up?
0: I think that's key. what you just said is that you do have periods of the day where you do feel um, exceptionally productive. Yeah. You feel strong, yes. you know you sleep great, you get up great. If you are living the last four or five years and you don't have any of that anywhere, it's easy for somebody to say. What's the point? Yes. You know, uh, this is normal for me. I'm just going to keep drinking. Um, I had to break those chains myself. And once I got on the other side, I'd never look back. Um, exactly. But I had to see what it was all about before I got there. Definitely. Okay. So we covered the exercise um, and we're we're, um, we're working on changing the mindset of the way people approach lifestyle, mm-hmm. not, just, um, not just fitness, not just nutrition. They are interrelated. And remember it, not all food should be eaten by all people. Correct. Everyone has intolerances and there's certain things that the immune system is good with and they're bad with. And there's certain things that um, you've got some histamine responses to foods. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Millie's getting some attention right now. <laughs> um, but taking these two and inter, uh, interweaving them, don't keep them exclusive. It's not like, oh, my workouts and my, and my, my nutrition separate. Of course. I work out so I can, my nutrition, leave it alone. Right. They, they have to be considered. While you're working out, you should have a plan on how you recover and feed yourself the rest of the day so that you're productive again, productive again the next day. Right. Um, the last piece to this whole model is the, the accountability piece. And accountability is a lame. It's a weak word. Uh, be accountable. Nobody. Most people are not accountable. Mm-hmm. And especially in the face of peer pressure, social pressure, family pressure, cultural pressure. You, you have so many instances where immediately accountability disappears. Definitely. Th- there is none. Accountability nowadays is basically you're standing alone, you know, eating a, a salad while all your friends are doing everything bad that you want to mm-hmm. do. So of course there's no accountability. Mm-hmm. When someone says you are the sum of the people you hang out with, <laughs> the same applies to your fitness and your health. If you hang out with people that just jaw jack and goof off and walk and s- screw around, Guess what? You're the lowest denominator to the new group. You're not going to put any more effort in than your friends and your peers. No. If your friends and peers talk about being being in shape and being healthy for the pool this year and everything's great, but then at lunchtime it's pizzas and beers and wines on the night weeknights it's like get away from them because right. now you can see that we talked about nutrition and exercise being interwoven, now we've got the accountability piece that gets woven in there as well, that if you don't have the accountability, the other two can't possibly work. Exactly. And the accountability isn't just the gym's responsibility. We, The gym's responsible to show you the path, but you have to create the environment when you go home. Family support, peer support, importance, and then um, at work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we never, it's not a, you know, you should end all your friendships if they don't adopt your practices but there's no reason why
0: don't worry they'll leave you <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
0: you're yeah not, you're not drinking anymore exactly
1: but there's no reason why you can't suggest a restaurant where you can make a good choice and there's no reason why if if they're real friends or viewers or it's family you really can say oh you know no thank you i'm just i'm gonna skip this tonight or you really can and if you can't then just don't go out to dinner with those particular friends. You know, change it up and do something. Go see a movie or go be active and do something else, but just avoid Meet the scene. Dinner. Yeah, just to avoid the scene that may be part of your downfall. That's it, a dramatic word.
0: but n- No, it sucks, and the hubbub is, uh, well, I want to hang with my friends, and but they're all going to, uh, you know, pizza place exactly it's like dude i already looked at the menu i can't eat there i'm on plan you know what i've been doing well that's where we all want to go so we'll we'll meet you after just have a little bite it's not gonna hurt anything you've been working so hard
1: and i would be mindful too of a lot of people will call themselves they'll be like yeah i'll be your accountability partner but it's the same person that you know when you lose the weight they're like are you gonna reward yourself with wine or they bring you a a present and, and it is a bunch of junk and it's like well you know you deserve this and It's an enabler in disguise. Yeah. So be careful. We're great. You and I are great accountability partners for each other because we can go out and we know when it's time to just kind of shut it off and just, you know, take part in a food or a drink that we usually wouldn't. But then we also are like, hey, do you want me to, I'm going to get this. Do you want this snack too? And, And we don't do the hey, I know you're trying to watch, but I really want ice cream, so do you care if I just go through the drive through and eat no. in front of you? Like, that's just not us. It's
0: Those people are out there. It's
1: always a, you know, are you happy with where you are? Where do you want to go? And it's both of us. Can we both make a, a choice here that we want to? Neither is there judgment on our part as accountability partners, mm-hmm. where if I was like, hey, I want to go get 10 fajitas and I'm going to put a bunch of dairy on and feel sick to my stomach, it's you're not gonna sit there and be like, Oh, yuck, I can't believe you did that. It's gonna be awesome. If that's what you really want to do, that's great. Sure.
0: Because the fallout is it's yours to own. Exactly. So if you end up having um the digestive problems the next day, yes. You learn from it. Exactly. Hopefully.
1: But that's where, we're, you know, we are great with that, where it's like, let's let me warn you of what what this is gonna cause. We know that I have a reaction to certain things, or I know you have a reaction, and just say, Hey, you know, remember last time you ate that you felt like absolute crap. Yeah. If you want to do it again, I'll go with you. We're good. But I just want to make sure it's worth it for you.
0: Hope, hopefully you have somebody like that. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to work on a word mm-hmm. and just try to bring these together. And it's the new mm-hmm. model when you go into a gym and just say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I understand you do fitness. So do the other 100 gyms within 10 miles of here. <laughs> um but I need something that's going to take me to that next step in my life, not my fitness and gyms that don't offer this or aren't prepared to offer it. Mm -hmm. Your time is limited because the expectations moving forward, because the weight and health crisis is getting worse. Yes. The professionals that are going to still be standing in three, three to four years are going to be the ones that can do full service. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean full service like, uh, you know, like it's a line item on something. You you need to be able to deliver a long-term vision, yes. not just a workout structure. I want a 500-pound uh, deadlift. Great. How about not dying before 60? Is exactly. that on your radar anywhere? Yep. And those professionals are going to go further, and they're going to get more recognition, and they're going to be more successful because you're actually – doing something that's going to actually affect the person's whole lifestyle their their life balance.
1: Absolutely. And I would say if you're looking for a gym, be very mindful of you know why a gym is more expensive and why a gym is less expensive. And just see perhaps a more expensive one perhaps they're going to give you longevity whereas one that's less than that you're going to get yeah, awesome workout and instruction you get but the you're getting the fitness. So look for something that gives you a mix of all three of those because they're I think they're equally as important.
0: I'm sure uh, sixty years ago, air conditioning was in a car was probably something people like you know air conditioning in a car yeah, right and you know now it's the standard exactly. Um, last thing I have to say on all this is um, I hear some people <laughs> I'm gonna call them lamers, mm-hmm. that uh, they go the route of well everything in moderation show me your moderation son i mean let let me see what you call moderation so i think the better word is that um moderation implies that there's wiggle room Mm -hmm. Eh, give a little take a little you know i can be bad this weekend i'll be good next weekend moderation um balance implies discipline yes so you can be across all three of those um categories we talked about your uh, your lifestyle components your your exercise programming and Mm. strategy, your nutritional strategy, and then your accountability and support system. Mm -hmm. If you're balanced across, if you're 75% across the board on all those Mm -hmm. consistently, you're going to outperform the other person, the moderate, every day of the week. Yes, The moderate's going to come into the gym hungover. They're going to come in with uh, bloat and gas and gut problems Mm -hmm. because they went to the football game the night before and Mm -hmm. destroyed themselves. But hey, (laughs) it's moderation. Um, But the, the key to mastering this game is not moderation is balance. Oh, I like it. Thank you. Pulled it right out of my butt. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like me with the onion diet. That's right. They both taste bad. Um, (laughs) All right. Any closing wisdom bits?
1: No, just find find your balance uh, between the three and... Honestly, you need you need them. So you may be saying, "Oh, please, I'm, moderation is great, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep running, and I'm gonna starve myself, and I don't need I don't need no running partner, and I don't need." You really do. And as soon as you have those three pieces, and there's harmony, you I feel like this is gonna be a ridiculous statement, but I mean it. I feel like life gets better.
0: Well, let's be clear: you can yeah. fake the funk for a long time yes. on one, just having one of those. Yes, absolutely. Yep. It probably lasts you for years, mm-hmm. but sooner or later, you're gonna hit that hormone shift. Yes. Guys, your testosterone is going to drop. Girls, you're going to hit the change. And guess what? What worked in the past won't work anymore. Exactly. And when you're unprepared to manage what life's going to throw at you at that point, when Mm -hmm. the fitness, it's like having a gun that shoots nothing but blanks. It won't work anymore. Exactly. And you're going to be scratching your head going, I don't understand what's up. This was always good to me. No, you just limped along a lot longer than you were supposed Mm to. So So
1: in other words, get ahead of the game.
0: Oh, man. Especially, I wish I had done this in my early 30s.
1: Exactly. Yeah, don't we all? Mm -hmm. I was close.
0: You're you're still close. (laughs) What are you talking about? It's not that long of you. All right. Awesome. Um, Hopefully, this is received better than it came out. It wasn't meant to be um, condemning, it was more just expect more. Expect more of yourself and expect more of the professionals you invest and rely on that they're looking out for a bigger picture. Amen. And uh, there's no shortcuts, yo. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's all I got. All right. Phenomenal. We'll see you uh, in the next one. All right. All right. Take care, guys. Later. Be true. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Dumbbells show. We know you have thousands of options for content and entertainment. We appreciate you spending time with us. If you enjoyed our show, please share our web address, www.beyondthedumbbells.com, and maybe drop us a review. Until next time, live beyond.